The very <laughs> smart <laughs> brothers. Panama? Hi, it's Oprah Winfrey. Calling to tell you, I don't know you, but I love you. This podcast is fantastic. Every nigga is a star. Every nigga is a star. Who will remind that you remind? Welcome to Past the Peas. I am your host, Panama Jackson. Uh, here on this podcast, this beautiful, well, the day you're going to hear this is on a Wednesday, but I'm recording this on a Monday. This wonderful day to discuss important Black community topics. I am joined today by none other than uh, one of The Roots' most famous writers, most vaunted wordsmiths, a white peopleologist, as he likes to call himself, uh, soon to be author. I guess you're an author now, but book to book. I don't know exactly how to describe that. Either way, I am joined today by none other than Michael Harriet. How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. How are you? Man, I am wonderful. Wonderful. It's always good to have you on here and talk with you. You're one of the more entertaining individuals that I know in person. Uh, you always have a hot take or a take on something that is worth digging into. I didn't include it in your in that little quick bio that we that I just did because I think anybody listening to this already knows who you are. But anytime you use the words a thread or thread on Twitter, you know it's going to be a story worth listening to. You never know where it's going to end. Half the time, I try to figure out where it's going, and I'm usually wrong. So you're a hell of a storyteller. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. I try With that being idea. said, the reason we are here today is because I wrote an article recently. I'm going to, this is going to happen a lot on this podcast, but I'm going to basically be defending articles that I wrote because things that are, apparently I, I'm a hot take specialist. Though I don't think yeah, you talk about takes. me, but you're the hot take specialist, man. Listen, I don't think anything that I say is a hot take. I'm, I'm more or less just sharing my opinions that I believe are all right and they make sense. Like, I'm always surprised when people push back. It's like, wait, what do you mean? I thought this was just common knowledge. Like, <laughs> and that's where we are today. With I wrote an article last week called, uh, titled, Jodeci is Unbeatable in a Versus Battle, a Scientific Breakdown of Black Excellent Proportions. And the reason why we're even on this, on this discussion is because you disagree with that, right? No, I vehemently disagreed. I thought... Okay. I thought it was a crazy thing. I think I thought it was clickbait. Okay. So not only do you you vehemently you you big word disagree with it, <laughs> and you thought I was just clickbaiting for the hell of it, even though I think my article stands up. But that's why we are here today to discuss this very important topic. We could be talking about anything in the world today, but what we're going to talk about is this very very important debate. Uh, I was recently asked after I wrote so I wrote the article. I really. I thought it was just facts. That shit got shared all over the place. I got invited to go. I got invited to several actual uh, podcasts. I've only done one. I actually showed up to Mark Lamont Hill's show on Black the Black News Channel. And we had this very discussion. I'm sure the ex- very similar talking points are going to come up. Except he decided to throw out one group that isn't even in the discussion like he's the only person on planet earth that actually has them slated for hot for verses and that's high five he thought high five could actually be jodeci but uh that's bananas i just wanted to point that out because that's the most insane shit ever yeah that is that was i, I agree with you on that hot take that was, that right. was a, i think he just so shuffled go ahead you, th- you think he's a bit provocative yeah getting the just people grabbed going. a group out of the sky Listen, I wasn't prepared for it. I, I really thought he was going to say Drew Hill. 
or one of the other groups that makes sense in this discussion. A lot of people have been throwing mint condition in there. I don't think Jodeci and mint condition really do the same thing. I also think Jodeci whipped that ass. But yeah, um, I agree. And I like mint condition more, but Jodeci whips that ass. Yeah. And, and let's be clear. Every one of the groups that we're going to talk about, I, I think it's safe to say we're all fans of. Right. Right. Definitely. Right. Okay, right. That's I was about to say. Like, I everything everybody here is a fan of all of all this stuff, uh, all these groups. All right, so I think Jodeci is unbeatable. You disagree with that? Who do you think could be Jodeci? I think the group that easily beats Jodeci is New Edition, right? Like, and and I want to say again, I am a Jodeci fan, but I grew up in a house with New Edition fans, and I was a New Edition fan. I can't, I can't lie. Um, you know, I after hip-hop like after probably 87 88 i was really into hip-hop so i jodeci is one of the few groups that i am aware of in r&b like i'm not really an r&b listener Mm -hmm. but i still love jodeci but new edition right like their record is impeccable and i think a lot of times when we think of groups we don't remember how many songs and hits that they had until we see them in concert i've been to more than one uh new edition concert so i've seen them in concert i know how many hits do they have right i have two i actually uh, I've, I've gone to bbd shows but okay so you think new edition easily would be would be jodeci and i also want to your point about being a hip-hop head and liking jodeci that makes sense i think jodeci is like r&b for hip-hop heads right they had that. They had that same swag. That's that's why I like Jagged Edge, honestly, because Jagged Edge to me is also like R and B for hip hop heads. Like right. very much hip hop. Do you know they like? You know they like hip hop. I th- I think it's there's an argument to make that Jodeci and maybe Jagged Edge were the last real R and B groups. Everybody else was making all the other R and B groups after them was making hip hop music and just singing it. Right. But they were still yes. making traditional love songs. Right. Like they had a hip hop swag, but they was the words and the music to their and, and even the, the, the melodies to that song was, was traditional church. Like Jodeci is like a deacon, like, you know, yeah. Jojo and Casey, they got deacon voices. Yeah. You can tell they all, they all grew up in church. Every one of them groups, you can tell they grew up in church. You can tell the, the Haley's in the, in the, and the the greats, for one, Devontae's production has that certain feel to it. But Casey and JoJo got that church voice. Mm-hmm. They sing like that. So I, it, there was it's very easy to be a Jodeci fan because Jodeci just made good, made good music. Right. It's also amazing when you consider that their run was extremely short because though they did release an album, I think, in 2016, the only albums anybody talks about were all released between 91 and 95. Right. But what a hell of a run that was. And then they had some songs with, you know, Tupac and, and Casey and JoJo and went off to make a, they had a, a a whole separate career outside of Jodeci. That was very, that was very good. So, so, so let's, let's get this straight. First of all, what we're talking about, are we talking about like the Jodeci cinematic universe? So are we still talk, are we just talking about the group Jodeci? I'm glad you asked that question because I think the only way the new edition even has an argument in this discussion is if you include the new edition cinematic universe. So my argument in, in the article that I wrote, I included, I want to say 13 or 14, I think it's like 13 actual Jodeci songs. Then I included, uh, H town's part-time part-time lover because Devante wrote and produced that record. I included Usher's Can You Get With It because Devontae wrote and produced that record. And then I included, uh, I think, four or five Casey and JoJo songs. My argument was that you can do, you can include New Edition, but the problem that they're going to have, or New Edition obviously can compete. Like, I'm, I would never say they can't compete. New Edition probably doesn't have 12 records that are going to beat or that are that that are that are better than Jodeci records. Yeah, they do. But and and the same and and here's my counter argument, right? So if you include songs that pe- members of Jodeci individually wrote for other people, mm-hmm. then you gotta include the individual songs of of New Edition, right? Because like, what's Dalvin's pen? What's Devontae's production? 
what's the difference between that and Bobby Brown's voice or Bobby Brown's writing? Oh yeah, songs, I don't right? disagree with that though. Yeah. I mean, to be clear, like I, I in the in the article when I wrote it up, I said, look, if you include if you include Bobby Brown's catalog alone, I think Jodeci loses, right? Because I think the Don't Be Cruel album is murdering. All, like shit, Bobby Brown is the is the 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 role model for Jodeci. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so right. I I do think my argument is you have to in order to say a group versus group, you have to at least have sixty percent of the group songs to compete right. with. Like, you can leave. Let's say you have at least twelve group records, and in the last eight, you can fill them with the group or whatever you want to fill them with. Right? So, you know, you you can either push that to fifteen if you want to be specific, like a stickler for it. Because I think these groups have so much outside work right. that I think would be unfair not to include. Like, you can't have a versus discussion where you're not going to play songs that, you know, you're not going to include Johnny Gill songs and stuff like that. Like, you got to right. let everybody get off a little bit. So I, I'm fine with that. I just don't think that even doing that, because I think you need a certain number of new edition songs. And I'm so going to let's let's just for the sake of argument. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we're we're going to we're going to do this know. because I, yeah. I want you to I want you to tell me. 12 new edition bangers that you think are going to beat Jodeci ones. Now, we can agree. Let's knock, let's knock these out the way. Okay. We're going to do this from memory, too. I don't even write none of this stuff down, so we're just going to do this. Can You Stand the Rain is an automatic win, right? right? I think we can agree. All right. If It Isn't Love, I think is an automatic win. Though, you know, I'm, yeah, I, that, that song is just too damn good. It is like a perfect song. You're not my kind of girl. Uh, yeah. I would automatic banger. I love that song so much. Like it's easily one of my. It's, it might be my favorite new edition song. Candy Girl, I think, is an automatic win. All right, just because of how iconic that song is. Mm-hmm. Maybe Mr. Telephone Man. I don't know oh. if I think that's a win. I don't know. I don't know if I think that one's a win. Not See, against. They... Not against the stuff that's on like Forever My Late. Now it's it's just not. I don't know. See. I see. Okay. Like we gotta first of all, we gotta come to an agreement on what's a win, right? Because mm-hmm. to me, like, it depends on first of all, this we know it's it's subjective, but of course, some of the new edition songs I think to me are like so we can't judge them off like music quality and production, and I think yeah, we but you wouldn't judge them on like some of these new edition songs that you haven't mentioned are like iconic in. For the time, like their timestamps, I think that's what. Well, that's so, what Candy Girl is. But count me so out. This is cool this is now. this is what this is how a I little judge bit of it, love. Right? No, this Come is now. this is how I judge it, right? Okay. If we're in a room with, because they're kind of the same era. New Edition is a little older, right? They're older. Yeah. They're definitely older. Yeah. New Edition's yeah, like last eight, album. Yeah, yeah eight, last eight, album that eight, really eight. matters is released well before Jodeci's first album, because that. The Home Again album, which is like 96 or something like that. I mean, it's cool, but it I'm still in love with you is on that album. Is Hit Me Off on that album or is that on a later one? Yeah, Hit Me Off, so, I think is on that album. Yep. So so this is how I judge it, right? Okay. So you're Bring in a out. we're in a room with a thousand fans, half Jodeci, half new edition. Mm-hmm. When they start the song, who which how much of the audience knows the words like can sing it can remember it right like we know jodeci's fans will probably know new editions well i don't know like new edition song will probably fans will probably know jodeci songs but we don't know if jodeci's fans will all because if you were 18 or yes, 15 I agree. right when jodeci uh was singing lately right or was on martin singing lately you might not remember, you know, uh, Popcorn Love, right? Which would never be a win, by the way. But yes, no, it's not going to be a win. But what I'm saying is, in the room, who sings it? Because, like, some of the songs you mentioned, I had to look up, right? And I'm in Jodeci's era. And I had to look up, like, oh, yeah. And the other thing about Jodeci is they had some bangers. But if we've been honest, like, like three or four Jodeci songs are the same song, right? Like, "Forever, My Lady," "Stay." They're very similar. Yeah, like they're very similar. I don't know if I agree that they're the same song, but keep going, keep going. No, I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm listening. 
So so we got five, right? So I can't remember what you what we crossed off the list. But how yeah, about I, is this the end? No way in hell is this the end is winning shit. I ain't gonna say it's winning, but I'm saying it's like people that's an iconic song, right? Like it's okay. more iconic than some of the like every song that I'm going to mention, people will know the words. Why why is is this the end iconic though? And I'm I, saying I'm this as say. a as a new as a new edition head who knows the words no. to is this the end and I'm remembers gonna, the video and everything. I'm not gonna say it's iconic. This is what I'm gonna say, right? These are songs. Like you have songs that if you go to a Jodeci concert, they might not sing. On my list, yes, I think so. No, the only songs I have that they would okay. So maybe on my list, on my list of songs, here's just just so everybody knows. Here's the list that I put up, and some of this, you know, these lists change. I was doing this off the top of my head because this this started out as me doing research for something else, and I was just writing down Jodeci songs. Freaking you, absolutely. Come and talk to me, yeah. remix. Love you for life, fiending. Cry for you, stay lately, forever, my lady. Get on up. My heart belongs to you. What about us? Come and talk to me, the original. They probably go into the remix through that. Alone, maybe they wouldn't do it at a concert. So look, can you get with it? No, that's the Usher song. How do you want it? Tupac song. Casey and Jojo are definitely doing life. You bring me up all my life in love ballad. So part time lover by H Town. Can you get with it? How do you want it? They're definitely not doing it. Maybe alone. If they're in right. LA, they're doing alone. That's a very LA song. Yeah. So that's that's four songs that maybe they're not doing out right. of six but, out of twenty. But like my heart belongs to you. They might open the re- damn concert up with that right now. Yeah, that's but I had to that. look it up to remember it, right? Like it's a oh that's you, on when you, I though. hear it, that's I remember you. it. That's on you though. That joint opens see, up Diver Mad Band and it sets that's, it up so perfectly. Like that's how I feel about some of these. It's like new edition songs. Just because got me thinking I'm Casey out here. It's like get on up. Like that was a hit because it was Jodeci singing it, right? Like it was. It it's was a party like, jam. It's a, it's a perfect it, picnic party jam. I don't know about that. I ain't never heard nobody sing play Jodeci. Get on up. Outside I, I play go to. I play Jodeci. Get on up. Now that might not be fair because I'm I'm having this argument, so I'm clearly doing it. But that it. But it was. I'm not even saying that's a guaranteed hit. So it, it, let's be clear. I never said Jodeci was beating anybody twenty zip. I never right. said that. I never said anybody. I said unbeatable. So that means eleven nine at least with anybody they're going up against, right? But what I'm. What, this is what I'm saying, right? Like I can list. More let's do that, songs than this, huh? Let's do that. I want I want you to list me the songs from New Edition, and we'll we'll we're gonna so, use so the you world's got 14, greatest. So so you how many songs are this off this this? So you got twenty on here of the songs that I have listed. How many do I think are guaranteed wins? No, not guaranteed win. Let's just say that that stick to the criteria, right? That people mm-hmm. gonna know because I don't know if people are gonna know alone, right? I okay, don't know that's if, fair. That's fair. Right, but they know freaking you. And I didn't even include the freaking your remix. They know that. If you're paying attention to Jodeci, if you're paying attention to to a versus with Jodeci, you know these songs, right? Right. Okay. So come and talk to me remix. That's an iconic remix. Right. Right. Love you for life. Everybody plays it at their wedding. Fiendin, my God. And they had people yeah, saying yeah, Fiendin for like 10 straight that. years. Cry for you, one of the greatest desert videos of all time. <laughs> um. <laughs> But it That's was such a narrow purview. It is, but it's also a really good song. Like Cry for You was actually yeah. a legitimately yeah. good song. That's damn near babyface levels of good song. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's of I just that's five songs that are actually legitimately good, but bangers of the Jodeci style. Stay, you know, it's one of their first songs. I think No, I, I think I, I I agree with Stay, right? Stay lately, I, oh my God. Yeah, like, that's the thing you wanted the song, but we're gonna we're gonna include that. Okay, so all right, right, it is, but they, their take on it, and it was yeah, on their MTV, right. it was their live joint. Like, I so was aware that it was a Stevie Wonder song after I heard Joe Jodeci. Right, so that's uh, seven singing. so far. Okay, Forever My Lady. Yeah, I, I, no, I, undoubtedly. Yeah, I think that's one. Get on up, you might be right about. So we can, I will, I will agree with you that get on up might not be automatic the way that I think it's automatic. My heart belongs to you, though. You might not have remembered that, but as soon as you heard it, you were like, oh yeah, that's one, that's it. You had to feel like that. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay. I just didn't know because uh, what's like it's just, they shouldn't have named it "My Heart Belongs to You" because that's not like how the song. It's in there. It's in there. It it opens up right. It opens. It was part of the hook. It's definitely part of the hook. But what I think, I actually agree with you. It's funny because it's one of those songs that I always have to look up the title. It just opens up like the perfect intro. Like it just sounds like an intro, even though it's like four and a half minutes long. Um, but okay. All right. So my heart belongs to you. I think is what. What about us? arguable but come on i think i think people remember the song when they hear it yeah yeah okay so the come and talk to me original i'll agree i'll agree i'll agree you don't get you don't get a remix unless the original is banned okay so the rest of the songs on this one the rest of the songs on my list so that would be alone i agree with you that that's not that's that's probably not going to be a winner song can you get with it Usher's joint. I put it on. I I included some of these songs just to illustrate Devontae's producerial essence because I don't think he gets his his flowers. Yeah. Uh, How do you want it? Tupac, KC, and JoJo. If I'm gonna do this, I could also include like Father MC and stuff like that. But you know, I that's probably not gonna win anything. One, they didn't make the song better necessarily. But okay, but life. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a that's a jackpot. Um. You bring me up. That was one of the. That was one of their first singles. But okay, all my life, absolutely. And love ballad by Casey. And J- by by Casey, absolutely. That's like right. fifteen so, songs, bro. Yeah. So, but so I'm I'm sticking. First of all, we're gonna stick to the twelve. That's just Jodeci. So okay. we're gonna go right. into the other ones, right? All so right. we one, got two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So I had thirteen on there, but okay, so. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. At least ten of those are guarantees. See, I don't think so. So, it, it, well, we gotta g- agree that it's it's the matchup. So we can't even speculate right. on the matchup because it's all kinds of permutations that we could get to. Sure. Okay, we got "Can You Stand the Rain." Okay, facts. We got "Candy Girl." Yes. We got uh, "Mr. Telephone Man," which is. Like Mr. Telephone Man, I love that song. Yeah, I absolutely love that song. I, it would depend on where it gets played. I think I think that's one of those songs that genuinely depends on where it gets played because it's still kind of yeah, it's still kind of popcorn. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of in that popcorn stuff. And Jodeci was big boy music, right, right, right. So if you throw the freaking you remix up against Mr. Telephone Man, Mr. Telephone Man is dying a slow, painful death. But I don't know, man. Like I think that song it, like evokes something from when you were like thirteen. Right? It does. I, I don't. So you want to be that. on your cool? Okay. Um, so I can't remember what we, what we, uh, where we. You just okay. missed the telephone, man. You about to get to a bunch of songs that are not winning shit, though. I just want to shit. Be clear. Jealous girl is not winning shit. No. Nah, man. Come on, like. So, so you're judging it off like a grown man listening to it. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm judging it on bangerness in play because the, the thing about those Jodeci songs that I listed, I think they're all actually like they're really, really good songs that I think also at the time they were released were bangers of the bangerous v- variety. You know what I'm saying? They weren't just they weren't just like pop songs. Them joints were like really good records. I, I believe, like, I believe you just in your Jodeci bag, though. Like, okay. I'm like, like, there was, like, Jodeci was the best R&B group, like, in that little time period mm-hmm. that they were, but, like, I wasn't, like, I don't, I wasn't, like, I wouldn't be disappointed, like, if I went to a party and nobody. So here's the thing, but aren't you, I mean, I might be in my Jodeci bag, but you're also tying nostalgia to right. the to to the new edition songs, right? Because Jealous Girl isn't even a song that I would put in this shit. Like, right? It cool it now. Count me out. I, I can see putting them in there. I just think they sound so kiddie that right. It would. That's what. But, but we gotta admit, like that's what new edition was but at this the time. Is why right? the the newer like, era of new edition is the one that I think has the songs that are gonna compete with Jodeci songs because that early shit. Like it's not. It's gonna sound like kid songs. It's gonna sound like the Jackson Five. It was against Victory Jacksons, and it just ain't gonna. You know, it ain't gonna. But see, I think the contrast is too stark, and it's gonna sound like it in an actual versus setup. If you're listening, 
Because so let's say they play jealous, let's just, they play jealous girl, and then Jodeci plays Cry for You. Like, there's no way Jealous Girl is beating Cry for You. You know I, what I'm I, saying? I see. I disagree with. It just depends on the the fans. Uh, well, there's nobody in the room, but I think it depends on the. Because I remember, I remember some of, like I remember some of these songs better than I remember the Jodeci songs. Fair, right? and I will say this is this would probably end up being one of the most subjective, non scientific right. voted verses of all time. Like you probably would get a significant split. Between Jody, like, see, like Jodeci, people who are going to be like cry for you versus people who'd be like, oh, Jealous Girl was my shit when I was 11. So, so I got like, you know, so some of these songs, like uh, we said, we said, Can You Stand the Rain? Mm-hmm. We said, like, uh, we did we say, Count Me Out? Did we say, So I'm Leaving You Again? And I th- see, to me, there's a this is almost a different genre of yes, music, right? I do, I it's pop, it's kid that. pop versus like real grown people R and B. It's almost like asking if a club, if a party at a club that's a hole in the wall with smoke and <laughs> uh, free drinks and gin is better than a high school prom, right? You know what I'm saying? I I agree completely. Completely, but I think this is my point, right? Because Candy Girl is just that good of a record where it's gonna murder everything. And you know what? You might almost have me with Count Me Out because Count Me Out comes in hard. Like Count Me Out is legitimately a banger of a record. I just can't see a beat in the Jodeci record. But anyway, go ahead. How about how about how about how about My Secret? Like that's My Secret wasn't even that much. Was wasn't wasn't a big enough hit to really overcome any of those Jodeci songs that are gonna just hit differently. Like it was cool. Like I remember the video. Like I remember the out. I wanted one of the outfits they had in the video. Like everybody had different color. I wanted. I think Ralph had the all black joint on. Like I wanted that, but I just don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it up against Jodeci. I I just like that's a number two R and B hit, brother. I'm looking at the charts right now. Wait, my secret. Oh, I'm sorry. No, count I'm me out. Count me out. Yeah, not my secret. Absolutely not. Right. My secret don't even sound like it would be that big of a hit. Um, so is is lost in love. Like, I guess the, our impasse is what, because see, I like the smoky club with people spilling gin on your shirt mm-hmm. and somebody smoking a blunt in the bathroom too. But I, I also think that just more people go to the prom, right? Like, I think. Yes. I mean, I, that, I mean obviously that's, that's definitely true. And it evokes, it's just a, it evokes memories so you know to me. Yes. Okay. You're absolutely right. But here, here's the here's the here's the thing. So even though that's true, if we're in a versus and you're picking 20 records to go, right? Because that ultimately that's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. So you're picking 20 records. I'm not even sure Lost in Love would be in there. I don't think my secret gets in there, right? Because I do think Candy Girl would be one of the candy obviously you're gonna play Candy Girl. Um I think you obviously do, Mister Telephone Man. Uh, cool it now or count me out. I don't think you do both of them. They're damn near the same song. You talk. Yeah, you about just Jodeci, do them in different times, like not yeah. right after each other. Well, but but even in the course of the whole set, like count me out and cool it now are basically the same song. They they're very similar. Right, right, right. Gotta yeah, be the yeah, same. They gotta be the like, same beats for me. Candy Girl right? and Popcorn Love is the same song, right? Basically. Right, but you only play Candy Girl because Candy Girl right. was like the song. That's like right. Yeah, you got. I, I remember I started like a or I. I posed the question at one point, like, what is the more iconic new edition song? Is it Candy Girl or Can You Stand the Rain? You know, and that 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 was a split decision. Half the people said Candy Girl, the other half said Yeah, Can I think I think it's just depending on where you were at the time. Right. I don't know, man, because Can You Stand the Rain was so dope. Like that was that's it's the a perfect opus. song, man. That's, yeah, that's me, the magnum opus. It's like everybody get off on that song. Yeah, right. It's it's perfect. There's literally nothing wrong with that song, as far as but I'm concerned. Th- this is this is what's crazy about Candy Girl. See, if you remember when Candy Girl came out, right? Candy Girl came out kind of on the heels of Thriller, and like the young, like. 10, 11, 12 year old girls 
during that time, they moved from Michael Jackson's like, oh, I'm new addition now, bro. Like, <laughs> that's why, like, new, they, they didn't, you know, nobody can push Michael Jackson aside, right? Right. But new addition came in an era where, like, you're talking about Mike, you're talking about Prince, you're talking about, there was no line between like black and white music. So you're talking about Madonna and all of that. And new edition was banging. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's, that's why I think you play candy girl and you never play popcorn love because candy girl is just that record. Like it's that, to me, candy girl is an automatic W. So, but see, this is, this is, this is okay. This is my argument also. Right. Okay. If we're going to do this versus this is where I think new edition wins. Cause they got all these songs People are going to remember. We going to we can argue all day about which song is better. Mm-hmm. But, but if they're in the room, they're going to perform, and that's where they blow Jodeci or out of the room. Yes. So here was my argument. So this this is where this is the other part of my argument. Because people are going to rem- like we remember oh, the steps right. as much as they we, we remember the songs and the music and the. You are absolutely right. And here's where here's where this whole shit falls apart with you with that whole in the room argument. Them niggas all ain't all gonna be in the room together. Let's lest we forget Johnny and, and and Ralph are a whole separate group right now, and Bobby, when he's available, is hanging with BBD. These dudes don't even like each other right now. They're always beefing. You can never get all of them in a the room together at this point. Which but, begs but, but, the question. I mean, well, this, I, this I begs the question. Can, yeah. Would see, I mean. They real they legitimately you remember after the new edition movie dropped, or maybe it was the Bobby Brown movie, and then next thing you know, we get a brand new single from RBRM or something like that, like Ronnie, yeah. Bobby, Ricky, and Mike, right? Like they they drop a song and then yeah, I remember, you gotta be really hate each other not to capitalize off that kind of yes. momentum from that movie. And then I remember listening to an interview with Johnny Gill, like after it, talking about I don't know nothing about that. Like, I ain't know nothing about none of that stuff. Like, cause I think Johnny and Ralph actually owned the name New Edition, so they're they're they were still beefing about who owns the name New Edition, right? I don't understand. Like this is what I don't understand about them. Like even back to Shalimar, right? I don't understand hating somebody so much that I can't get millions of dollars with them. Even like the white groups that break up, like they just don't like each other anymore. I'm talking about, we could do separate uh, tour buses, separate right. flights. Like we only have to see each other. We, they got such a history with each other that they only literally have to see each other on stage. They don't have to practice. They know they've done so many concerts. Yeah. That, I always thought that was interesting too. Like why, like what is it? That, but that's probably the problem. They all grew up together or except for Johnny, but they were little kids together. They know each other too. They, it, this shit is so personal. Their beef. Yeah, but are do you so know personal. anybody in your in the world that you dislike that much that you couldn't stand to be in the room for with them for millions of dollars? Yeah, there's nobody I feel that way about. But I mean, look, it took they said they said it took them like ten million. I mean, ten million, ten years to get this new edition movie off the ground, and that was a hit, right? That shit completely reintroduced new edition back into the public consciousness. Had everybody talk about New Edition again. Their their streams probably went through the roof all of a sudden, and then next thing you know, they're still beefing, right? They can't they they can't get it together. So, my argument there is, who's gonna show up? Who's gonna be in the room? Is Ralph coming? Hey, I think we could do it. Uh, we could sync the videos now. <laughs> here's the thing, though. You got four. Let Let's say it was just Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Mike, right? Well, that's four people from New Edition. So they can play all the New Edition songs, but you got Bobby. You got Bobby and BBD. So then you got Poison. You got you got Doomy. You got Dope. That's, that, 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 that's my point. And then like, you got like Bobby. If you get stuff. to choo- kind of yeah. pick and choose like off offshoot projects, right? New Edition wins automatically, right? Like I you do don't even have to include Ralph stuff. You don't even got to include my, my, my. Right, you only include you you include sensitivity because you know Ralph got to get one song in there, and sensitivity yeah. was a was a monster, right? It was a it right. was it's his it's his song. Um, I would include a couple Johnny songs in there. Just I just because, I would just include my 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 because like yeah, get, just that, that yeah, just, you're right. Just the first line of that song. That's all you got to sing. Yeah, just the first line of that it, song, yeah. and then the the the, uh, the bridge where you go my my my, my 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 my. That's all you got to do. Yeah, you give you give Johnny one song just so he can do his Johnny thing. 
in the like, verses so he can go do his can do it because he don't have nowhere there's nowhere else for him to do that or any of the any of the other songs right um uh, and then bbd like you just have a whole like separate, you don't have that almost, many. you don't have that man, you, i'm saying you got four bang you got four or five bangers you, you do, do have poison poison do obviously do me baby um I thought it was me. Like I just love that song. So right, I thought so. Yes, I was. I was just gonna say that one. I thought it was me. Is probably it might be my favorite BBD song because I I, I could kind of go the rest of my life without hearing Poison ever again. Yeah, because it's just you just heard. It yeah, too much. I don't even need to hear Poison to hear Poison. But I thought it was me is is probably my favorite BBD song just because of Yo Ron. What's up with that fly girl you left to jam with? terrible they're like as a composite group they are so bad at so many things but man that shit worked well yeah like when i when will i see you smile i think that worked well just because like it doesn't sound good like jodeci yeah. would have killed I, like i do i do see you i love that damn song like they're not gonna compete against jodeci songs but they are right they were really good songs i remember i remember buying that tape like i even bought the damn wbbd boot city remix album that had words to the mother on it where everybody had a everybody got in on that song. Word to the mother. That was my jam. So yes, I I do think New Edition. And I wrote this in my article. New Edition wins if you include the vast majority of other people's projects and largely Bobby stuff. Nah, if, I don't think. See, this is that's where we disagree, right? Like we disagree. You said on you the, said you said New Edition had fifteen bangers. That's what you said. You actually said yeah. so. For everybody listening, this actually started in Slack convo. Like I wrote the article, then, then Michael comes in there and is like, "Yo, Panama, I don't know, I don't even know, remember what you said, but you, we started going back and forth." And then I was like, "We need to have this conversation." And you said there were fifteen new edition bangers. Right. So I can list fifteen new edition songs that the majority of the audience would know and like and sing along to. That they could do in a versus battle and. A lot of those songs were with like Candy Girl. Okay, so I'm gonna go. Yeah, I want fifteen. Just... Show me fifteen. Candy Girl, is mm-hmm. this the end? We're gonna go with Popcorn Love, Jealous Girl, My Secret, Mr. Telephone Man, Cool It Now, Leaving You Again, Count Me Out, I'm With You All the Way. If it isn't love, we gotta go with any heartbreak because that was a whole new thing. Um I'm sorry you're not my kind of girl. We gotta do Boys the Men because it just gave the group. It just it's the name of it's the origin story of Boys to Men, right? Right. Right. So we're not gonna go um hit me off. Um and can you stand the rain? That's 16 right there. Okay, you name like, you songs that every song nobody, I was talking about. You name songs that not everybody not gonna remember. They also can't what compete. Song? You said you said leaving you again. Wait, what, what? What did you? What did you? You said come okay. on, man. Popcorn love song. ain't doing it because again, can't popcorn love not doing it. It's that's not gonna do it. But you said leaving you again. I, I just named four more song, four more songs by New Edition that we know. Then, then you could name of Jodeci as a group alone. Right? No, no, I, I, you gotta, you gotta realize though. I, I was intentionally trying to throw other stuff in there because I didn't include the freaking you remix. Like, um, you go, come on, we gonna go remixes, bro. But come and talk to me is like a whole different song. Yeah, yeah, like I don't agree with that. Like, I didn't even know. Freaking you was a whole different beat too. It's like an entire. Like, different I, beat. I, I don't care about come and talk to me, the the original. Like, yeah, I, I like the remix. Yeah, yeah I I, have to, I actually had to go back and listen to the original to be like, yeah, that because I was like, I'm I'm unsure if that's exactly what it sounds like. That's true. I think your 16 is a little shaky. You got some songs in there that but, I. But that's four more than you. Listed for for Jodeci as a group, period. Yeah, but I'm saying they're shaky. For I mean, I, but again, I could do 20 Jodeci songs by themselves. I well, see everything I named was a single that charted. With you all the way, okay, it did. But I on, even right now, I couldn't sing that song. Okay, I'll sing it for you. Cause I'm with you all the way, no matter <laughs> what. See, bro, I'm they, nobody's including that in no verses, though. That's not getting included in the verses. Neither is Jealous Girl, neither is Popcorn Love. No, come on, Jealous Girl gonna be in there, bro. <sighs> is it? 
Because yeah. if there's a jealous girl in your town, what you going to do? You got to tell the fellas. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. Well, I mean, I, I don't I don't think we're... I, I, I want to switch gears. So I, just want, I want to talk about another group here that I think is important in this conversation. Mm. I still think that you have to include too many of Bobby Brown songs to truly bring it home for new edition. And you basically have to include everything on don't be cruel. So, so I feel like those, if you pick 12 of those 16, I just named and put them against the 12 single Jodeci songs that, that people know that you name, right? Then the rest of, if it's a free for all new edition wins, if we just go in twelve, maybe Jodeci wins. Yeah, that's that's. If we go in right. twenty songs, no matter what iteration you come in, New Edition wins, right? If we do twenty songs, twenty songs, and and, and if you say there are no rules as long as you connect it to the song, it's as long as a member of New right, Edition is right. connected as long to the as song, as long as they're in there, I. I no, I would bro, be. Will, I'll it's say not this. even a contest. Oh, it, it, no, it's still a contest. I will. I will say this because I, I, the stuff that's on Diary of a Mad Band and the songs that are on the show, the After Party at the Hotel, that are that are big. So like Freaking You and Love You for Life, like those songs are iconic Jodeci songs, right? So is Fiending. So is um, Come and Talk to Me Remix. Free, like though their their iconic songs are. New edition might win. You're right. If if we're including everybody else, it's it's not it's it's not now. Far I, away. I would say it's not this. An easy now, this win. is what I will give you. If it's I would, I would give you this though. Now this is what I would give you. If we just did ten, the ten strongest from each group, it's gonna be hard for new edition to win. It's gonna be hard for new edition to win. If you just took Jodeci's ten strongest songs, and you put them against new editions. 10 strongest songs because like five and five is a slug out yeah. 10 and 10. I think new Jodeci just has songs that are, even if they are as iconic, we can argue all day about whether they're as right. iconic as a new edition song, but the song period, like if, if it's a 13 year old listener who don't know either song, they're going to like, damn that Jodeci song is kind of fire. Right. Right. So, so, that's a that's so, a very good point. Right. Yeah. So I'll give you I'll give you that. But what I'm saying is if we go in twenty or twenty-five and it's no holes barred, it's gonna be hard to beat which is what what you know, they usually at a minimum play twenty, right? And it's gonna be hard to beat a no holes barred new edition. Cause again, if it is if they are in the room, you or even if it's part of them is in the room, we're gonna. You can't separate. As long as Bobby's the song there, the, they, as long as Bobby's there, it's the win. If Bobby, I, if they, if they remote Bobby in, bro, <laughs> if Bobby is just on the screen, it's, it's a, a win. win. It's a win because there is. I, I genuinely look. I've argued ad nauseum about "Don't Be Cruel" being like the best damn R and B album. You know, like post Thriller, like po, you know that kind of thing, like. In, in it's hard the wall. to yeah, imagine it's... now. Like, we know Michael Jackson was like an international superstar, but we saw him coming up. And, like, same thing with Prince. But, like, it's hard to imagine how big Bobby Brown was when yeah. he, like, on his first solo album. And he was so Coming young, out of dude. a group where he really wasn't the lead, like, the main person in new edition and he just came like people wonder why would he leave new edition to be on his own when like you everybody know ralph was the dude and the singer in new edition bro it's hard to imagine how big bobby brown was yeah and and hell he had an album before don't be cruel that yeah. king of stage album nobody cared about so I, I agree with you like bobby brown was a supernova and he was still he wasn't even 20 he was like 18 or 19 years old at that time I was going to put that on Facebook, actually. I took a picture of the Don't Be Cruel cover, and I'm like, this lets you know that back in the 80s, people look way older than they actually were, because Bobby Brown looks like he could be in his late 20s or early yeah. 30s in that picture, and that man wasn't even 20 years old then. He's, yeah, he like, looked like he, he was in his early 30s, though, if you look at the new edition covers, but he was like 12. Yeah, they, yeah. They, 
you know. Um, all right, so agree to disagree, but I will concede to you that if it's a free for all, and you don't, we don't care how many records we're playing of of individual groups. If we don't cap the group part of it, absolutely. And and you could be right, even if we do cap the group part. Nostalgia alone could carry New Edition over that threshold just easily. I'll say that. So let's move to Boys to Men. All right. Yo, Boys to Men don't stand a chance. I, I've been trying to say this to people. Like, Boys to Men, and I said this on when I was talking to, to, to our good buddy Mark Lamont Hill. Boys to Men has hits. They don't have jams. But Not they have... Real. They have... I'll say four songs that everybody literally in the world might know, but nobody wants, like nobody has them on their iPod. Right. I agree. Like I'll make love to you. One of the biggest songs ever. Nobody, nobody even wants to hear that shit. Like Like, you're not going to make love to I'll make love to you. Right. Like end of the road. I think that shit is winning, especially if they get, if they get to singing that joint live, when they get to the end with that, that whole acapella part, they're killing anybody, right? Like, because Boys to Men is a more talented group than probably most any ever R and B group that we that we're familiar with, right? Just in terms of vocally talented, their vocal abilities. But even even that two album that had all the hits on it, nobody want to hear on bended knee and no damn. You can put on bended knee against Cry for You. They're both they're both desert videos, and right. Cry for You is gonna murder that shit seven days a week. Nah, Boys the Men can't hang because I think Boys the Men was a group who you listen to because they could sing, but it doesn't invoke any emotion, right? Like Boys the Men don't make you want to get sexy. They don't make you the fast songs don't make you dance. They like I don't like they're just a group of good singers. Yes. And classically trained good singers. The interesting thing about them, I actually listened to their podcast episode on Quest Love Supreme because they all went, you know, they all went to school together at Philadelphia's Performing Arts School. And it gave me a brand new appreciation for them. I'm listening to them talk and I'm like, man, if those dudes who I'm listening to, these hood dudes who had made some like, if they had pulled that Mariah Carey crossover thing, right? If they stopped making songs that, if they stopped making songs that weren't, intended to be palatable to everybody and really made songs that were like where Jodeci was clearly making black music, right? They were making songs specifically yeah. for our community, whoever else listens, you know, whatever. And I think they, they tried to do that a little bit on the faster paced songs in their albums. They weren't very good, but they were definitely more, you know, songs like vibe and like, they, you know, they kind of, I, I think what happened, man, is like, they could, when they came out, remember, um, that the first single was a fast song and nobody cared about it. Right. Well, wasn't Motown Philly the first song? Cause that yeah, shit, yeah. that joint, that joint definitely was, I still remember that video. Motown Philly was the, was the, yeah, it, it hit number three on the pop charts and number four in the R and B charts. So we cared a little bit at least. Yeah. I guess I didn't, I was just too into hip hop at the time. Like that's the thing, right? Like, when they made so much money being mainstream, I don't know if they could have gone back to being hood. So here's the interesting part. And this is this. I do think this gets lost a little bit. And I'm only saying that they would lose on these songs because I think Jodeci made the better versions of them. But that first album, like, so it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday's remake from what Cooley High. Right. Yeah. Ooh, uh, that's, you know, that's could be a Jodeci song. Please don't go. Could be a Jodeci. Like those aren't mainstream songs. It wasn't until that two album where all the songs, I'll Make Love to You on Bended Knee, Water Runs Dry. You know, then you get into the Four Seasons of Loneliness and a song for Mama. Like, a song, they're good songs, but they just don't really, like you said, they don't really hit you the way that Jodeci songs hit you. Right. Like, I think they when they got to that point, right, you can't just go back to, like, on that second album, Those that second album was so big that you're going to keep doing that. Yeah. What you do it on that second album, you're not going to go back to the hood shit. Yeah, you definitely got to try. And they, they, I ain't going to say they failed because they still had charting songs, but nothing ever. Well, I guess Four Seasons of Loneliness was the one song after Post. 
the two album that actually hit number one. That was like their last big. A song from Mama was number one in the black community. Of course, we love like, a good Mama song. But I, I yeah, just I mean, think, yeah. um, I think Boys the Men, like we remember them. I don't even know if there are, like, ra- do you know any rabid Boys the Men fans? Like, you just remember they could sing, right? It turns out there are some though. They um, when I wrote this article, all the rabid Boys the Men fans showed up. Right, they all they all came out of the woodworks. Like, I can't believe you would say this. Boys and Men is the greatest group of all time. And I remember writing an article about this very thing a couple of years ago. I was like, does anybody like really remember Boys to Men? Like, we have visceral remembrances of Jodeci and like Drew Hill. You know, like like we have there was something that was urban and edgy about their music that stuck with us. Whereas Boys to Men, two was so big it overtook Cooley High Harmony, which had those kind of songs. Like I nobody ever listens to Please Don't Go anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I haven't I haven't I heard that if, song in twenty I just, years. I just can't remember like wanting to see Boys the Men on TV, like on like sing live on TV on the Grammys or anything. Like they were gonna sound like they sound on the record. I don't know. It was I don't know. Jodeci was different. Like Jodeci was, and most people just like Jodeci's music, right? Like I don't even know if if like there are any huge Casey and JoJo fans who just like them because they looked good. It's just like they do those dudes could sing, right? Yeah. But and they made good music. And they made really good music like that. Devontae. Devontae's production and songwriting mixed with Casey and JoJo singing and whatever Dalvin did until we saw that he played the drums. But according according to, according to I want to say it was Casey and JoJo who were on our, 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 the Breakfast Club or something. I don't know. Dalvin was apparently the most personable one in the group. So he was the one when they went places that everybody flocked around Dalvin because Dalvin would bring all the ladies around. Like he could talk. You know, he was... He, yeah, was he had a late stage Jerry Curl. Yeah, Dalvin was apparently just the cool one. He was the coolest of the of the of everybody in the group. So and, and he and he could produce, man. Like I, I, I um, you got his like album. my fa- my favorite production of his was um the two not the Tupac song How Do You Want It, but um what's the slow one he did with the uh I can't remember the 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 song now but like they Devontae was a, a good producer man and I think I think the thing about Jodeci was they were kind of like on that edge between like where R. Kelly went kind of like real crude right and traditional R.B. like I really kind of want you girl so they had that they had like you kind of would think they were crude but when you listen to the lyrics they were traditional love song lyrics like they Jodeci low-key like almost stopped those girls in uh <laughs> who were the subject of their songs right like I, I remember I talked about like um Fiendin and all of those songs man are really stalker songs man they are the, the thing about Jodeci is every one of their albums had like two parts to it one was yeah. the, the 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 love song the true traditional R&B song and then there was like the sex side of the album that was yeah. more the up tempo stuff that would that nobody remembers at all like everybody forgets like nobody yeah. can tell you the name of most of the last half of Diary of a Mad Band even though most R&B fans would say it's a classic album but everything after the song alone is pretty much forgettable or uh, you, you don't you just don't need it you know even on the show the after party at the hotel that album is fucking bloated it's like 70 minutes and every other song, it's like there's skits. Half the album is skits. They're not any good. Yeah, well, but we don't do skits no more, man. I hate but it. so like the but when you get to those good songs that are in there, it's like man, this songs are really good. But you know. So I told I told Michael Bivens like a couple of months ago that I think they should do a versus where it's New Edition versus the individual members of new edition see that'll be a dope versus it would it'd be, it'd right? be fun it'd be fun to watch like with bbd bobby brown johnny gill and ralph tresvan 
against New Edition. So the only thing that would make that sad is that Ralph has the least amount of ammunition to work with. Because the only songs he can really come through with are Sensitivity, um, Do What I Gotta Do, maybe. Yeah, like that first album, that, yeah. Ralph don't have a lot of records. Like that are, yeah, that are and I, I, I like his first album. Like I still listen, to, I actually listen to his first album, but he don't have a lot of records. So Ralph is gonna be real quiet for a real long time. But he would be on a new, on on the new edition performance, right? He could be just resting during the new edition <laughs> until the new edition part. Comes. And meanwhile, Bobby's gonna be overrepresented. I just think poor Ralph gonna be bored because he can't compete. Yeah, man, but he he's can't gonna compete be doing, with his. But you got to think about it. All he's gonna be doing all of the work in the new edition part of the contest right because johnny leads he's the lead singer really of the group for most of the, yeah, the songs Ralph is. so okay i have a question for you i think we, we can we can start to wrap this up i have a question for you this is okay. i've had this question for other people so we all know that ralph was trying to go solo but for the sake of the group he he kind of he put his solo project on the back burner for the sake of the the heartbreak album but then Bobby Brown drops Don't Be Cruel and allegedly basically does everything Ralph was trying to do with the whole New Jack Swing, mm-hmm. up-tempo, hip-hop, R&B type thing. So Bobby basically renders Ralph's entire project moot and then Heartbreak comes out, which is a great record, which has those same elements. If It Isn't Love, though. I, I believe If It Isn't Love was originally one of Ralph's solo records. If you listen to that song, when's the last time you listened to If It Isn't Love? I, it's been a minute. Listen to that song and tell me if you can hear any other voice on that record. The on, the backgrounds, everything 100% sounds like Ralph to me. I can't hear a single other individual in that song outside of outside of Ralph. I got to listen to it now. Yeah, I, I've been trying to crack this one for a while. Like I listened to every one of the, I listened to every one of the, the new edition Splinter Group interviews anywhere that I can <laughs> listen to them talking. They even debunked the whole theory about um, Ralph doing all the all the um, the every little step vocals and stuff. Like yeah. they debunked all that stuff. Like that's you know. So he didn't. He did. He didn't. Uh, Bobby addresses it in his book. Uh, Ralph addressed it. Said he didn't do it. Bobby said he didn't do it. Like so, the, it's been addressed at least for me. So for now my all we got to figure out is if Rakim wrote "Summertime," which we'll never. Well, know no, no, we will. Rakim said he didn't do it. Rakim said he didn't write. Rakim said he didn't write it. Like I listened to Rakim on um, some podcast episode. But if Will Smith it. paid him to write it, like oh, a Breakfast Club agreement, it was on a Breakfast Club. Actually, it was right. on a Breakfast Club. He did say though that he wrote uh, a verse. For, damn, what was that song? For Nas, right? Was it a song for Nas? I can't remember. Or it was a. Maybe it was a song for like third base if, or something. If he like didn't that. write it, man, it's a great Rakim impression. It is. I I I agree completely. Like he did, but he he said he definitely didn't do that. But I think he said he wrote something for like third base or MC Search or something like that, or it's some something along those lines. And when listening back to it, I was like, oh, I can hear that now. But yeah, listen to if it isn't love and tell me what you think. If you think that that was a Ralph solo record, because I'm telling you, it has. Ralph Solo written all over it. So we're going to just start the rumor that it was, right? Let's, I'm let's already convinced. I'm and already convinced. I tell people that. Debunk yep. it. Yeah, I you tell people that shit all the time. I'm like, yo, I, I'm pretty, I'm convinced 100% that that was a Ralph Solo record. Yeah, yeah, I heard it was too. Yeah, there you go. I read it somewhere. There like, you go. I think, I, I think somebody told me <laughs> that I was in the studio, like cleaning the, uh, that glass between the booth and the Listen, and you would know, I, I'm prepared for a a Twitter thread to show up at some point now where you explain the origins of it is of if it isn't love and how how somehow Ralph Solar record got jacked from him and turned into a new edition record smartly. But uh all right so is there anybody in the last twenty years who's been, who was as famous as Bobby Brown was like Usher? During his own. Well during his heyday uh so outside See, of Michael Jackson, Drake maybe. Drake yeah, is Drake. pretty damn yeah. famous. Like yeah. Drake is Drake. Beyonce. I'm, I'm not on the Drake train, but Drake is pretty famous. Yeah, Drake is pretty damn famous. Beyonce is probably in that that sphere. 
Uh, yeah. I do think Usher during the Confessions, I mean, he's like the last Diamond album, like the last Diamond R&B album. You know, when that album comes out, and I think 2004, that shit was literally everywhere because of Yeah. Yeah, it was everywhere. So I think Usher could have been in that, arguably. Usher, Usher is, is going to win he, I don't know when that'll be because he didn't ever have to. But Usher's going to go down as having like one of the longest careers in music where he he had hits spanning from the beginning and he's yep. still making hits. And really, if you look at Usher's catalog, and I might be skipping something, Usher really never made a terrible album, a bad album. Yeah, he's made he's made albums that weren't as good as others. Right. But his problem is he made confessions. So once right. he made that album, you kind of base everything on the largesse that was that album. So here's another hot take. Are you familiar with The Dream? Yeah. Okay. The Dream's first album, you remember he had the song like Shawty's the Shit and all those songs mm. like Falsetto, all these good songs. Mm. I believe that if Usher had made that same album, it would have been another diamond album. Like if you get yeah. rid of The Dream's vocals and Usher just takes the album, sings the whole thing 100% the way The Dream wrote it and sang it and everything, Usher Usher's song is Shawty is the Shit. Yeah. I every time I listen to that dream album, I get mad that Usher don't have that album. I get so mad because I'm like, it would, it would, it would have been another game changing album for him. Yeah, I, I agree. I, you know what other album that Usher that could have been an Usher album is that T Pain album that uh, cause cause T Pain is like a pop kind of, yep, right. Like people, I think people underestimate. Like they think he's all uh, vocoder and synthesizer, but T Pain is kind of a musician, and I think that that. But I, I agree with you on that Dream album, man. That Dream, I, I've never thought about that, but yeah, that would have been if that was Usher. It would have been an amazing record. Like I think especially with singing the performance. Oh my god, Usher performing. You yeah, that might have been bigger same than Confession. damn song with. Shawty is the shit with Fabulous still doing his verse on there, but Usher doing all those. Like, Usher could have. I, I get, I'm getting mad thinking about it. Did you know that Tevin Campbell's song, uh, Can We Talk, was supposed to be an Usher song? Really? Yes. Babyface oh was apparently. God. That might have been one yes. of the biggest. That might have been one of the biggest songs in the history of songs. That, yeah. I mean, obviously, Tevin Campbell did an amazing job with that, but there was a. There was they were trying to get Babyface to work with Usher during that time period, and it fell apart. Something fell apart. Wires got crossed. It didn't work out. So anyway, what I like to do when I start to close out uh, podcasts is to do this thing we call Black Recommendations, right? With the recommendations about something Black for us, by us, about us, whatever. And you being a, a savant of Blackness that you are, so is there anything in particular lately? books, art, anything that you're doing black in nature that you think people should be up on? Oh, man. Um, have you seen Exterminate All the Brutes? I have watched the first episode of that. Yeah, so it's kind of like the fault of it is that it's maybe not in a narrative form, but uh, it is It is really good. I think uh, I think I, that's what I would recommend. That's like that's what we, we, by black emendation is that. Did I say it right? Yeah, it's a black exterminate all the brutes. Yes, yeah. exterminate all the brutes. The Raoul Peck, uh, the, the the same documentary he created. I'm not your Negro about James Baldwin. Uh, I think it's like a. I think so far maybe four or five episodes. Four parts. Four four part four part. Yeah. Okay. I watched the first one and I, I agree with you because of the way that it's told. I think it can get a little bit lost in translation as to what you're watching. But the stuff that they're telling you, I mean, you already go. You, it's like the kind of stuff you already know, but this is a new way to be mad at it, right? It's a new right. way to piss you off. The level of detail uh, about basically colonizers and white people ruining the world in, in new and improved ways. Um, so yeah, I'm with you. Exterminate all the brutes. I think it's what is that on? Is that on HBO or Showtime? HBO or something? Max. HBO. Yeah. HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well. My brother, Michael Harriet, I appreciate your time here. Um, I don't even need to do this, but tell people where they can find 
your works and please let us know about your upcoming authorship. Very excited about uh, your book. Yeah, so you can find me on social media at, at Michael Harriet. That's M I C H A E L H A R R I O T. I have a book coming out uh, probably at the end of this year, beginning of uh, next year. It's called Black as Fuck History. Uh, and it's the black version of all of the history books you've ever uh, read. Um, I am still writing for the Amber Ruffin show, which is on Friday streaming on Peacock. And you can just find me on social media and I'll let you know what's up. Do appreciate you. Can't wait for the book to come out. Uh, genuinely curious as to what's in that book. Like I know the kind of stuff you already do now. And if, your Twitter threads or anything along the lines of what we expect to see, but it, I know it's going to be amazing. Uh, you're probably going to have to put up a security fence around your house, you know, <laughs> or completely scrub your whereabouts from the internet altogether. I don't know. I don't know how you do things now, but uh, genuinely excited for, for the things you got going on. Great writer. You know, you appreciate it. So thank you for coming on past the peas. Oh, man, thank you for having me, man. Yeah, uh, still wrong, but you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm always ready to argue about a Panama Jackson hot take. Michael here, my brother. Thank you for your time. Thank you for everybody listening. Happy peace. I'm Panama Jackson. I dropped my verse in the salsa. My nigga, what you pouting for? You the one they made the mountains for. Uh, be humble. The people help you up when you stumble uh, or when you fumble. Well, I take a fucking bad vibe and I channel it. In this life, I be adamant. You take a hit and be out of it. It's all love. I ain't judging. You, but this is universe nudging you. Wake up, boo boo. Perfect out in public. Broke your winning.